0: This man's story is sure to move you. Listen in today, Pivotal Moments Podcast, as our friend Bart talks about how he went from designer to inspirational leader, thought leader, community member, and now he's an aspirational artist with a massive fan base. Folks, you don't want to miss this. Welcome, Bart. Mr. Bart. Bart, what's your last name? Sasam. Bart Sassam. S-A. I'm going to guess. S-A-S-A-M. That's right, yeah. Serious? Yeah. Awesome. First try. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Explain this, explain this jacket, to uh, and for even to those people that, that aren't watching the video. You've got this, uh, what, what pattern would you call that? I don't know. It's like um, Native American
1: type, like West American, New Mexico, Arizonian.
0: I'm not sure. There's a stop for it. I don't know what it is. It's a standout Uh, jacket. You know, (laughs) when you see you walking down (laughs) the the driveway, you're like, oh, that guy's up to something. Yeah. That guy's seen something.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to tell you where it is, where it's from, because everybody's, I I don't, I mean, everybody says or has appreciation for it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not going to tell anybody where it is. (laughs) Because they might go copy shop. I know. Yeah. Keep it a secret. It's the only one I've ever had that people are like, it's a showstopper. So yeah. You're kidding me. Yeah. Well, there
0: you go. Literally, the only one. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, if it ain't we'll broke, see. don't fix yeah. <laughs> it. So, Bar, let's dive in, man. We <laughs> got right. a lot to cover today. It's going to be awesome. I'm super excited to have you here, Pivotal Moments Podcast. All right, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into your history, what made you the person you are today. Right, the decisions that came along the way. Yeah, definitely. Right? So let's go ahead and throw it back because because right now. <laughs> I'm actually getting ahead of myself probably because of this huge cup of coffee. <laughs> um, right now you're successful in your field of endeavor, which is com- computer engineering, software right. engineering. Yeah. Right. Yeah. More on the hardware side of computer on, engineering. Yeah. On the hardware side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, you, you've got uh, a fan base with your photography. Yeah. I was lucky to find that this year. Yeah. This year? Uh, yeah. It's well, I, I had
1: only shot for myself. Um, I go fly with my drone or just walk around the city with my camera and, I don't I don't remember I don't remember exactly where it started, but people liked it. Yeah. And um they were like, Oh, you should start a social media. Because um, I was never on Instagram or anything. Seriously? I got off Facebook for a while and then yeah, in the past year and a half or so, I really started to try to grow my digital present presence. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I'm 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 God happy man. I found my uh audience so far. Little bit.
0: I'll, little by little. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Oh, so so what, you, how'd they see your stuff in the first place where um, they decided to say, hey, you should put this on the internet? Actually,
1: I, I don't know the photographer's name, but there was one guy that um, walked by me with my camera. Yeah. I had a big lens, big telephoto lens. Um, and he was like, oh, do you have a social media? And we were just looking through the shots that I took that day. He was like, oh. Uh, I'm David So and So. I think he has like two million followers or something. He's like, oh, you should, two million. you should start your social media. So yeah, I can. I can try to find him if if you want to get him on your podcast. That's a that's a character. <laughs> Yeah, so that was some encouragement for me. I oh, like, for sure, okay, because he it.
0: knows what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, and If he, yeah. he thinks that you've got your own flavor that's going to su- succeed in yeah. his base, Yeah, I'd take his advice too. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that was, yeah, it was uplifting. And then- What were you guys doing? Like,
1: uh, I was out on Auditorium Shores, just taking photos across the lake. Come on, dude. Yeah. yeah. And no. then he was, he was on a one wheel. He passed me. One wheel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you wearing that jacket. <laughs> we were wearing that jacket. No, this is my photographer jacket. It's, it's <laughs> new. It's my brand now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. So he was on his one wheels cruising around. He sees yeah. you with the drone. Yeah. And he goes, does he have an Australian accent?
1: No. Um, no, he's, he's Texan. I think.
0: He, oh, he, so instead, instead of, oh, farming, good. I might. He's yeah. like, either hey part. Hey, what's up? <laughs> no, <I'm fine. laughs> my name's david nice to meet you no no no, no. we're having fun that's cool and then gosh just that one conversation there's a lot of power in that yeah you never know who's going to hold the key to your future right you never know what one conversation you are away yeah from opening up a new opportunity exactly (laughs) Uh,
1: that's why i mean i to be honest i hadn't heard of pivotal moments but when i when you reached out i looked through them i was like oh yeah I, <laughs> I like, love the idea behind this. The idea, okay. Is, oh, um, Thank you. Thank you. And the production as well. I don't know if you have an editing team or you do it all yourself. We do. And it's, he's actually, it's crisp and 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 he's and uh he's, he's
0: right across the water up, um, from Bacallad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right across. I forget uh, the city he's in. He's on like a little peninsula coming down there. Uh, yeah. Sweet. He's a man. Yeah. It's Nico. <laughs> Nico. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Shout well, out I'm to Nico. Looking at, I'm looking at my job, camera, yeah. do you think that that's straight?
1: Not so much, but it might be. It looks people. like it's crooked, Is it, yeah. isn't it? It's, it was straighter earlier. It Wasn't
0: it? <laughs> Am I tripping over here? <laughs> when you do the time-lapse, you'll see it. Yeah. it dip down. Yeah, All right. Now we'll, we'll, we'll be able to balance it <laughs> out. That's so funny. Yeah, definitely. It's, like it's got a mind of its own over there. Yeah. So, so let's throw it back, because we got a little glimpse of where you are. Yeah. Now, take us back to where, where, where were you born? I was born in Houston. Um,
1: oh. And, yeah, so my uh, first-generation American. Uh, my, my parents came, I think, well, my dad came with me like a, two, uh, a couple years before I did. Um, and then, but my mom was already working in Houston and New York. Uh, so I was born in Houston and yeah, just grew up in the suburbs of Houston. Just really, I mean, when I was looking at some of the prep material and just if I wanted to give a synopsis about me, it's like. I'm just an ordinary person from an ordinary family and That's I'm great. pretty hell-bent on getting people to do extraordinary things. Not even about myself. I think if I help elevate others, yeah, you elevate yourself. Um, and so I think it's a little bit of different focus from other successful people. It's like, I mean, their message is great too, is focus on yourself, uh, see the best person you can be. But um, I think if you grow
0: those around you, you'll inevitably grow as well man, man, where'd that come from? Because I tell you, not everybody thinks like that. <laughs> Serious. Yeah. And that's amazing. Where'd that come from? It's hard to say.
1: Um, I was thinking about this last night. Um, I think it came from just sort of the upbringing, having a big family around, mm. is that you don't succeed alone. Um, and Music whether it's hands. like I, my dad had his own company and... He was struggle. I mean, we, we had struggle, financial struggles as any like, immigrant family would have. Um, but then just always finding ways to work together and get, o- get over those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, I don't know. That's always guided. I don't know where it came from, but it's mm-hmm. for sure has guided pretty much every decision I've ever made as far as mm-hmm. where I'm going to work. What do I want to do today? Uh, what kind of art do I want to do? What kind of things mm-hmm. do I want to capture on photography or film or whatever? Um, just things that will not elevate myself or put the spotlight on me, uh, but help help people
0: around me. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's Have you ever written that down by chance? No. Um, <laughs> no I wrong should. answer I, I, here. I probably should. Yeah, because that's who you are. Yeah. That's like the fabric of your being. Yeah. A huge part of it. Yeah. Man. Man, that's really good. And Thanks so, I'm I, 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 sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but oh, I, good,
1: yeah. I just want to say that's why... I'm really thankful for you um, asking to be on here because it, in a way it's, I don't have to speak in front of a big audience. Uh, we've got the camera here and folks that are tuning in. Uh, th- yeah. Thanks for those tuning in, but um, it's really conversational. I can still get my message out and I really can hit that um, being low key, but trying to have a big impact.
0: Yes. Uh, dude. So yes, I'm glad we I'm can really all facilitate about that. that. Yeah. 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 Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. It's a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> yeah. right? It's is playing Saturday afternoon. Big 12 championship. That's a big deal. <laughs> we're here. <though. laughs> hey, we're getting after it. Right? We're, yeah. we're doing what's required, okay? <laughs> that game, we can watch it later. We'll watch the replay. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, you, you, you're growing up in Houston. You got four, four total. Four total. So, so three brothers and sisters, two, yeah. two other brothers. Yeah. That's and right. a sister. Um, one of them lives here in the area. That's right, yeah. Yep. You know, and then uh, what was that like growing up in the household with the family? You know, they're, they're, they're you're, you're immigrants and they're, they're working hard. They have the business. What, tell me about that environment.
1: Um, what did you learn? I think it was just always staying busy. Uh, I think because we always saw our parents busy. Yeah. Uh, so my dad's working his normal job and he, all, he had a side job mm-hmm. doing AC repairs in mm-hmm. Houston. So mm-hmm. it was, there was... There was a lot of work to be done, um, especially in the summer times. And then my mom was working two jobs as a nurse. And so I think that just always staying busy, we didn't have the luxury of the smartphones these days. So go outside, play sports, um, always training for something, anything, just doing sit-ups randomly, push-ups. We were always, uh, we played, we were a tennis family. So my brothers and I and my sister, we would just go
0: to the course and play tennis. Um, did you look up to tennis players by chance, or what was that? Did you did you happen to look up to pro tennis players, um, or were you more immersed in playing it?
1: I was uh, actually. I didn't enjoy playing it so much. I just enjoyed <laughs> being around my brothers and okay. my 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 dad and my family. So I never really it never really panned out. For I was the youngest, right? I started at maybe four years old, and I there's a lot of expectations for me, but it never really panned out. I think interest is
0: always plays a big role in your ceiling. So, yeah. (laughs) That's funny. How sweet, though, that you got along with your brothers and sisters like that to where you weren't just wanting to hang out with them. Yeah, yeah. Not not everybody can say that. And I don't think I've ever told them that. Like, I hated tennis, playing tennis, but um, I just liked hanging out. (laughs) Our man's committed to the family. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. it's really good. So you're playing tennis out there. You're really active. You're always doing stuff. You saw your parents... Working full time, also helping uh, with customers with HVAC yeah. needs. Yeah. Wow. Any anything um, really trying happen to you at any point growing up? Um, I think,
1: I think everybody has their own troubles, but the most trying thing that I can relate to, or I can, I always fall back upon, is um, when I was finishing
0: college. Um, oh, so so. W- let me pause you there just for a sec. So you were going through elementary, yeah. middle school, high school, just cruising along, just cruising, yeah. And then something happened in college. So literally, just a normal person, <laughs> yeah, just
1: cruising just, right along, just yeah. do,
0: do do. And then, bam, something. Okay, man, what, what was yeah. it? What, what was it? Was
1: yeah. Uh, is have you ever had a dream? I mean, maybe you are in your dream job, and then, or maybe podcasting is your dream job. But have you ever had something that you've always wanted to do, and then? let's say you're, you wanted to be a writer, you have, you found a publisher, um, that wants to support your book. You've, they've given you the pen, it's in your hand. And the next moment is taken away from you. Um, that kind of happened to me, uh, in when I was f- wrapping up college, mm. I've always wanted to, I can still remember in like fifth grade, we would write journals. Um, and I can still remember there, I wanted to work for this particular branch of the government. Um, and then How fascinating
0: for, yeah. you're in 5th grade and you fifth want to grade work at, in government
1: yeah <laughs> for uh um, awesome. i mean it was, it was around the time when like ramble was big deal in a and just like moment, your parents knew parent you were mentally. special <laughs> like our son did that. <laughs> he wants to work in congress yeah uh, that's awesome dude not so much congress more no, okay. of the uh, tactical Good. um operational side of things yeah. but um yeah that After a while, and then going through computer engineering in college, like, you don't see those opportunities to get to that path anymore. You kind of lose that path. Mm. Um, Now you're going down a office job path. And so, I don't know, I just kept talking to people, meeting people, interviewing. I went through the whole interview process for this organization. Um, I got selected, like one in hundreds of thousands. Stop. And then... Yeah, I was bound to... I, I had worked a couple of tours with them full-time for over on and off for a couple of years. You were showing. <laughs> right? Yeah, I was basically... In. Yeah, you, yeah,
0: you earned your way in.
1: I had briefed some high-level cabinet officials and helped um, seals and some Delta Force guys. And and Shills, and, yeah. Like operational... Hel- helping them with operational planning and um, tactical things. So I don't want to dive too much into that. Um, But yeah, I was there. Yeah. And then I was there full-time or I got the full-time offer. I was getting ready to move to DC. I picked out my apartment and then budgets changed. It's a, it's a congressional, there's a lot of dependency on Congress, um, which I mean, that was, it's a very personal story. So it affected me, but it affected everyone else. How did it affect you? Um, I was really down. Like that was a huge goal in my life. And how long, um, I would say, Probably a year or so. Uh, Just, I went back to going through the motions because I'm very much a doer. And so when I see something, it's like, I'll do everything I can to go do that thing. And I'll devote everything I can. Do you strategize
0: beforehand? Or do you you simply put your mind to it and and act in whatever way feels right? Or how does that look? I think strategizing came much later. Um, I read
1: a lot of... um, well, I read Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Workweek. Amazing book. Uh, amazing book. Lent it to my brother, let him read it too. Uh, he fell in love with it. And I've just been a follower of his podcast a lot. And that's, yeah, strategizing is something that I developed, mm. uh, definitely. Um, back then, it was just like, do, do, do. What do I want to do? And what do I, what's the next step to achieve that? Until it was taken away. So that was, a, mm. that was like the lowest moment for me. Um, Because as a kid, I mean, college, yeah, college graduate, you're not really a kid anymore. But in the grand scheme of adulthood, I think you're still a child um, trying to figure things out. And so having everything all set and then wiped clean. And yeah, it took me a while to kind of figure out where I want want to go, what I want to do. um, And kind of reset back into civilian life. And um, yeah, just get acclimated to the fact that I'll probably be working a nine to five office job and then eat, sleep, do it again,
0: that kind of routine. So it'll yeah. take a little while. Now, there's a principle that's stated from time to time that goes as follows. On the other side of darkness is light, right? Right. And one, yeah. one would hope that that's the case. Yeah. So uh, you took time to think, to process, and plan you're in that dark period right yeah. you're you're down because the carpet got pulled out from underneath you didn't right. know what you're going to do next right right because there's a lot of lead up into that yeah. yes yeah you're getting that thumbs up the green light to do that job exactly and then gone gone so man at what point where were you what were you doing what were you sitting what were you seeing to where you're like oh wait you know what bing this is my next deal
1: yeah. Um, well, initially, the very first thing that happened was like, I always go back to this phrase that my dad always says. is like, he always says, go for it. Um, and so when that happened, yeah. It, although immediately I was like, what do I do? Well, the first thing that you can do is go get another job. <laughs> go get accepted somewhere and then you'll figure it out along the way. Go
0: make some money. So I yeah, pay um, bills.
1: I went and worked at Samsung uh-huh. for a year wow. um, up in, uh, on Palmer Lane. And then while I was there, yeah, try, then I'll take time to figure it out. And uh, through that period, it was, it was still a dark period uh, in terms of um, like, I don't want to be here. I want to do something. This is limiting to me in terms of what I want to get out of my life, um, mm-hmm. which I don't know if everybody's thinking about that fresh out of college, um, but I certainly was. And it was the weighing me down no. a lot. <laughs> the answer's no, not everybody's thinking about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it was a lot of self-pressure, I think, um, to try to get the most out of my life. And that wasn't satisfying me. So um, just figuring things out while I was there. And then I went to go work at Arm, which I had intern for this company before. Mm. I love the culture there. It's a small... It feels like a startup, but it has a huge impact in the world. Um, and then even while I was at Arm, I was thinking, okay again, it's an office job, but what can I do for the community? And that's where we have this thing called Team Arm and it's a community outreach program. There's at the, when I was like in in the early years of it, they didn't really have a champion. Um, And we have sites in Austin, San Jose, um, Boston, the UK, India, Germany, um, a bunch of smaller sites, but um, in total we have about six thousand, seven thousand people. Okay. Um and so I was like, okay, for Austin, I'm gonna be this community outreach champion. Um, I'm gonna put events together. Me, I shouldn't take all the credit, me and uh, a friend of mine, Karen. Um, we were like, let's do so, let's do something Karen, for the office. She, she's yeah. redeeming all the other Karen. <laughs> like That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um and yeah, so it's not just like doing volunteering events. I think A lot of people, a lot of offices have organizations that go out and volunteer, but it's going to find out, find those, because we didn't have a structure. Mm. So going to find the president of Big Brothers Big Sisters and go talk to them, see what events we can do together uh, to raise money or set up some partnerships, some mentorships um, Mm. or go to the food bank. So it's, I was a volunteer to lead other volunteers to rise up to the occasion essentially just going back to what i was saying earlier it's like i'm just a normal person trying to get people to do bigger and better things um it's something to be proud of i'm i'm really proud of it it's um dang if somebody asks like what's your some of your biggest achievements in that role i spent like six years and by the end of it i was kind of burnt out covid happened couldn't do much volunteering anymore um and i also wanted other people to Take that lead um, mm-hmm. to grow themselves as well, but in that six years, I think I did. Yeah, I mean, I did several hours, several thousands of hours of volunteering and um, getting. I think you multiply that by the number of other volunteers you brought up, um, and yeah, I mean, they gave me a lifetime achievement award. So okay. first for only six years, so I think it meant something to me. It's certainly, it's something I'll carry Stage forward win. with me. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a huge win. And you you probably, yeah, you had to put time, energy, effort into doing that. At the same time, it probably felt effortless. It probably felt enriching. Enriching. Yeah, I would say. Right? Yeah. It was a positive, uh, it was forward moving and upward direction activity. Man. And would you say that that was a way to get that outlet that you might not yeah for yeah, sure
1: y- yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: um because i was always i mean i had seen my parents just work their jobs go home and work again um so i didn't want to be limited by that and i saw this as a way to get spread the message that i wanted and also just get involved um, as much as i can while
0: working which ultimately led me to new endeavors so you brought up tim ferris before yeah I tell you, it must be – I'd say it's safe to say every day I think about his phrase that he said in one of his books. Which one? There's always a lateral option. Mm, yeah. Right? yeah. So you were looking for that, that outlet yeah. to be the leader and to make a difference yeah. and inspire others to take action, right? Right. And, and you, you were probably at first thinking like, oh, you can't really do that in the nine to five. Right. But no, you found the you, lateral you option. Yeah. And you did it. You got a freaking amazing award. Because that, yeah. let that be a lesson to the listeners here. Okay, uh, if you feel stuck in any situation, look for the lateral option. That's right. No one's telling you no, but yeah. you, yeah, go for it. And the worst say? they,
1: the worst they can do is tell you. No, my dad always said
0: go for it. That was, and that's what he said. Go, go for it. it. Yeah. What's your, your dad's name? name? Uh, I'm a junior, so his name is also Bart. Yeah, Bart. <laughs> Bart. What's your mom's name? Sylvia. Bart and Sylvia. Yeah. Sylvia, that's so coincidental because I was texting a realtor uh, as you were walking in, mm-hmm. and she was connecting me with a client uh, you know, Sylvia. named Sylvia. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, what, dude? <laughs> what? Serendipitous. <laughs> it's like, oh, so <laughs> tricky, man. Yeah. Um, wow, that's amazing. So, okay, you're, you're, you had the carpet pulled out from underneath you, no doubt. Yeah. Looking back, do you still wish you did that? At times
1: I do. I try not to think about it because it still does bring me down. Um, but then I think of all the things that I have accomplished, Mm. um, and my friends and my family have accomplished and done together, all the memories that we've made. And it would have been a completely different life if I, if I had gone there, I would have been in DC. Um, my dad had a heart attack in 2017 and who knows, maybe I wouldn't even have heard of it, heard about it, um, for weeks or months. Um, I wouldn't have been able to just go down I ten, visit home, and your dad. uh, He he made it through the heart attack, but then he also he he had a battle with cancer in twenty twenty. Yeah, and he passed from that. Yeah, sorry for your loss. So uh, thank you. Yeah, Yeah. that was a that was a tough time uh, for sure,
0: (laughs) but um, yeah, just go. He was always preparing us for it. And what would you say to your? Say to your dad, because remember, this, this podcast is, is a legacy project for those that are uh, part that participate, and we hope that oh, yeah, for sure. um, family members way, way down the road get to listen in. What's, what's something that you would tell your dad if he was here? <sighs> Let's see. I would let him know that
1: all of his lessons in terms of preparation, go, going for it, and then also, just like no matter how hard you prepare for something or want something, you may not, you may, the universe may still not want you to have it. And so just move on to the next thing. Um, mm, like that was, yeah, let, let go. go. Don't, Live don't linger on things. Live and let go. Uh, try your best. Yeah. Do your best for everything that you want to do. Um, and then, yeah, that's what I'd let them know is that's really brought me, um, Pretty much all the successes I've had in life. And uh,
0: I'm, I'm lucky for them. That yeah. is sweet. Man, that is sweet. Thank you for sharing that. Man. Ooh. Yeah, thanks for asking. Getting fired up over here. <laughs> wow. Your mom, Sylvia? Yeah, yeah. She's in Houston. She's in Houston. Holding it down? Okay. She is, yeah. Okay, good. Good. And you're living in downtown Austin, one of the most iconic buildings, um, one of the coolest buildings in the area. Hands down. Yeah, very lucky. Yep. And uh, what's, your, what's, your, you know, what's your daily life look like here in town? What are you, what are you getting into these days? Um, yeah.
1: So daily life, I guess it changes. Daily yeah. Saturday is, um, well, I guess I'll go like work day as well. Um, I try to wake up early when it's not freezing out or raining out. So I'll go for a walk with my dog yeah. along the trail. Yeah. Um, that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to move downtown.
0: What's your dog's name? Onyx. Onyx, cool Yeah, name. a
1: little mini dachshund. Yeah. Um, gets a little rowdy sometimes. <laughs> As <yeah>. dogs do. <laughs> uh, go out for a walk, enjoy some coffee. Where do, really, you, go, where do you
0: get coffee? What do you do for the coffee?
1: Um, shop? It depends, but yeah. sometimes I go to the Royal Blues just in downtown. Yep. If you, if the listeners aren't aware, Royal Blues are a little, I guess, there's marketed as bodegas, but they're pretty fancy um, yeah. and pricey, but uh, I love them. <laughs> like a luxury. <laughs> luxury bodega. Yeah. yeah. But it is, it's a nice little neighborhood sh- shop. Mm. Um, and I know everyone in there. Oh, Have the the Sky House. Yeah. Sky House. Got yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so shout out to those folks for dealing with us every morning. Um, and then either that or the perch, which used to be called um, Alta mm. al- along Lady Bird Lake. Um, right there where the Austin Rowing Club is. Yeah. So just a nice walk, get the blood flowing, because you shouldn't really have caffeine immediately is what they say. That's what they say. Uh,
0: Unless you're out for (laughs) a Yeah,
1: Yeah, I don't know the the science behind it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. So so you're walking. It's a beautiful walk. It is. Walk along Labor Lake, hit up. uh, It used to be called Alta? Alta, and now it's The Perch. The Perch. Yeah. And they have regular hours. They do, yeah. That's phenomenal. Okay. And then let's, let's, so we obviously have to talk um, about what you're doing because, yeah. because your upbringing, it's like, it led you where you are today. It's like so purposeful and meaningful. And here you are in this new endeavor of, of art, yeah. of photography. Yeah. And videography. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I right, right in saying that? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and you're you're building a following. People are really enjoying your stuff. Let's just let's just put it out there and show people an example. Yeah. Um actually, psych sideswipe. How do they find you on Instagram? I like it oh, on Instagram. Uh, miniature ATX. Miniature ATX. Yeah. I mean, that's a really cool name, and it really gets you thinking. Like miniature ATX, what was that? Yeah, makes you want to click on it. <laughs> that's smart. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah, and then you produce some really cool stuff like, like this. We could take it out of there. You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Do the display thing. Here's this. Uh, yeah. It's a metallic print. But, metallic uh, print. Tell us about metallic printing. Um, this
1: is one of the first metallic prints that I've that I produced. It's. Um, it really brings out the colors. It makes it look artificial, which is so. The whole idea behind miniature text is to go capture the city that we know and love. Yeah. But in a miniature, make it look miniature. Yeah. So it kind of takes our perspective away from our daily problems, our daily prejudices. Um, really, just look at taking the whole environment, uh, the whole city around you. Um, oh, gosh. And so, having the colors pop on metallic prints. I think it really
0: adds to the artificial factor. Make it look like a toy. You are something else. That is fantastic. <laughs> it is, um, it's stop, man. It's like you're looking at a real, legitimate uh, sunset. Yeah. In real life. In real life. But it's on but print. On print, and um, that's
1: amazing.
0: Try to make them look like Legos, <laughs> dude. Yeah. That is so cool. Okay. Okay. So that's the downtown skyline. That's it really is. awesome. Yeah. And then what do we have? What do we um, have this this guy? And then this other piece was, this
1: is the hottest seller that I have. Um, seller? So
0: people can buy these? Yeah. So there's How a do do there's a little
1: shop on South Congress called Paperwork. Okay. Shout out to Lizelle and their team. Paperwork. Um, Paperwork. It's an art it's, shop? It is. Yeah. It's an art shop. I mean, it's a... It's a local gift shop, so it's one of those small businesses that still remain on South Congress. It used Mm. to be called Parts and Labor. Mm. Um, They sell art. They sell from local artists. They sell uh, jackets, beanies, uh, some local jewelry as well. I love that. Hit them up, yeah. Paperwork, paperwork, yeah. Dude, that's freaking cool.
0: I can't believe I don't know that
1: place. I gotta go. Yeah, you should check them out. So Um, yeah,
0: yeah, we got. What's this one? This
1: Uh, this one was summertime on ladybird lake and i think it's quintessential like austin in terms of yes. like summertime in austin 100 uh, maybe barton springs people have that image but still i think they a lot
0: of people think of the lake version. yeah because barton springs unit's you know, a weird so <laughs> you, know
1: you know what i'm saying watch out kid <laughs> um yeah so we have i saw the scene and everybody was coming out to watch the bats so you have all sorts of watercraft, you've got standard paddle boards, kayaks, triple kayaks, double kayaks, double-decker
0: buses, or uh, water taxis, uh, capital cruises here. Wait, so you said this is Congress? This is Congress Bridge. Yeah, I asked my, I had a wife at one point, Bart. Okay. Yeah, I asked her to be my girlfriend right here. Oh, Right nice. in the middle, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then um, I rented one of these boats a year later. Yeah. And the boat stopped right around here and um, we had a banner that said, Will you marry me? And you know, our friends are here and up here. And oh, I can that's whole tour. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's pretty. And again, you got Sylvia, and now you got this picture right here. But this, it's like it's all coming together. It's a yeah. lot of alignment, Bart. Right. That's, that's dope, dude. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That's, that's yeah. a really cool story. And that's <laughs> what,
1: kind of what I want to get out of this is capturing people. And although there are portraits, this, my photography kind of focuses on zooming out and capturing life as it was in that moment and everyone else around you at that moment. So if you're, for example, you're when, while you were proposing, the, all you had in your mind was her and everything's going right. dude. Yeah. But there might've been somebody else on the bridge watching it. And they, I mean, if it was me and I saw that, I would've been so happy. Like it would've it would, it would been moving to me to see that and be there for that. And so you see, everyone else around and everyone in this picture has a story. Everyone yeah. in this picture may have be having a good time. Hopefully um, some people may not. Um, some people in the cars may be rushing to and from work or home. Um, and so I, yeah, that's, that's really what I kind of try to focus on is um, getting people to realize that there are other stories around them,
0: other people around them. And that's exactly, that is freaking crazy huh? that that's exactly what these do. I hope so, yeah. yeah. Now, what came first? That thought, that theory, and then you're like, oh, I want to take pictures of that? Or did you take pictures of that first and then you're like, this is what it does? What happened? I think the theory first. Seriously. Um,
1: I had seen yeah. this sort of tilt shift type photography before. Tilt shift. And it always made me feel that way. Mm. Um, and then I used to travel a lot for work and I would always look at the cities. Mm. I have a lot of photos, aerial photos um and it always made me feel that way and i love to write and i wanted to write something about this like start a blog or something about this type of message what do you like to write about anything really anything, yeah. yeah whatever comes um,
0: yeah what yeah. are you inspired by
1: yeah i okay. have a blog which we can i mean i'd like to talk about yeah, it at please some point, talk about but, uh, the blog please talk about a, it right now no better <laughs> um, time than present what you got it's a blog called one job a year uh it's onejobayear.com. i shouldn't say i have a blog because it's been a while since i've written on it but the idea behind it well the idea was to write more um about what i'm feeling and the different messages that i can um provide to people mm-hmm. um but f- the idea behind that sort of blog was every year i wanted a new outlet um i wanted to do like the first one i did was uh freelance technical writing wow oh. Um, so I have a lot of technical background. I yeah. write well, I hope, um, and has some clients there in that space for a year. And then, um, the next one was bartending. So I bartended for a year. Yeah. It's pretty some <laughs> grueling on the body. Um, so I couldn't last <laughs> very long
0: on it. Do working a full time job and bartending on night. Yeah. yeah. Respect people in the service industry like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nuts.
1: Yeah. And that's what I'm, that's, those are the kinds of stories that I'm trying to, sell or trying to not sell but um trying to provide to others who haven't had that experience Mm. or on the flip side some people may want to be a bartender or may want to do technical writing or maybe want to be a photographer but there's some doubt that prevents them in doing so it's like i don't have the skills to do that i don't like talking to people um and so i the blog also tries to explore um that it's everything's really a possibility um that's it's, true. If, you, if you're willing to put in the effort for it,
0: um, pretty much everything is a possibility. Yeah, uh, like if you're, if you're four feet tall, yeah, the likelihood of you being an NBA player is, is, <laughs> is like really, really, really low. Yeah, Like, right. it ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Most uh, things.
1: Yeah. Most things but are possible. It, coming yeah. back to the lateral yeah. movement, you can still be in the NBA space. You could be a oh. personal trainer. You could be a photographer. And mm-hmm. you could be... Yeah, I think... As long as people are open-minded and just go for things um, and not to get too derailed. And when there are setbacks, I think that's, that's a really powerful mindset to have. Um, and so that's what, yeah, I have that blog um, where I try to capture some of my thoughts and some of the different experiences
0: and I hope to carry it forward Bart, in all the years. Where, where are you in your journey of, of itch- achieving no Wrong answer here. I'm this is total curveball coming yep. at you. Where are you in your journey of achieving a greater sense of consciousness? <laughs> consciousness, <laughs> I know. I tried left field. You no, know, I tried. You do. I,
1: I use do? headspace a lot. What's um, that? I use headspace a lot. And what's that? Um, it's a meditation. I try not to say meditation because there's a connotation with that word, okay. Um, okay, but it's mindfulness techniques, dude. Um, and really just being able to like practicing because it's a it, it's a it's something that you have to practice, being able to focus uh, for more than three seconds at a time, and then there are several studies of the physiological benefits of mindfulness or meditation, meditative practices. Um, Tim talks about this a lot, um, and so I I've been doing it, and I I try it. It's 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 hard to maintain those um, practices every day, um, and just there's so many distractions in the world. I, I can't say I'm the best at it, but in terms of a higher level of consciousness, um,
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I'm still you're on the search. You're aware of it. I'm that, still Right. Yeah. You're aware of it and you're, you're, you realize that it's a practice. It yeah. takes work to get there. Yeah. And, and going back to what you said about uh, when life derails you. Yeah. Right. I think that, when you have a higher sense of consciousness those you you just aware that it's going to happen it's not if it's going to happen yeah. it's going to happen. it's going to happen yeah you know and then what do you even do at that point yeah how do you how do you really soften the blow how do you really absorb it and learn from it yeah and i think one needs to be um aw- have that heightened sense of awareness to yeah to learn from those types of things right right yeah for
1: sure yeah. i think it's and it would be cool if there's some expert that can that we can connect with at some point like for now I think I have a different perspective of life that allows me to bounce back, be a little bit more agile than others. um, And I'm trying to spread that. Mm. But then I think a level above that is this higher consciousness um, where it's not even a thought anymore.
0: Um, You just like,
1: I don't know how to explain it. it, Dude, (laughs) I I, I get that. I get that. This is kind of like new language. It's beyond language. Yeah.
0: And um, it's, I get that. It's hard to explain. It is. Nice job, Bart. Nice job. Um, okay, so let, let's. We talked a little bit about the past, right? We're, we're, yeah. we, got, we got the uh, uh, incredible series of events that happened for you. And then you're, you're deeply immersed in the artistic, expressive space. Right. Not to mention the uh, give back movement that you're passionate about in yeah. one way, shape, or form. But what about the future, right? What's the, where, are you, where are we going with all of this, Bart? What's the vision here?
1: The immediate future mm. is I, for one, want to continue the photography and see where that just continue the growth mm. on the social media, um, digital space, yeah. but really the next step is filmmaking. Um, so, mm. um, I mean, if a picture is worth a thousand words, then films worth several more than that. Um, Millions. <laughs> Millions. <laughs> yeah. in that movie. Um, <laughs> Austin Powers and yes. I can't remember you which one, it. but <laughs> you got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been. I got my first short film done this year. It's been a. It's been a wild year uh, in terms of artistic expression, and so I think I really, I really did go for it. And yeah, I got my first short film um, showcased as part of the Austin Studio Tour um, and the Austin School of Film. Was that like two it was, weeks ago? Yeah, it's yeah, two Three weeks ago. ago yeah, something yeah, like it that. It's pretty recent.
0: Yeah, you you did.
1: Yeah. Um, that's impressive. Man. So, and I brought this jacket out, of course. I had to have that presence. Oh, <laughs> dude! You, all you do is put that jacket on, and it's like, oh, oh this guy sure. knows what he's doing. Yeah, with I hide behind this jacket. Five stars.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I need to give me a jacket that does the same same thing as that. Don't mm-hmm. worry, I won't copy your style. I just gotta find my Greg, my Greg version. Right. Yeah. So you were in the. In the uh, you, you made a, a short film. Okay. Um, now, now, at what point, if there is a point. Mm. Are you willing to do this and and disconnect from the nine to five? Is that in the works? Um, I think in the immediate term,
1: no. Like I really like my job.
0: You like it? I really enjoy
1: it. Um, I'm glad. And I think, I like to think I'm pretty good at it. Um, So I don't see any reason to. And then as long as I can find projects, whether it's photography or film that allow me to work in the evenings or on the weekends and still get things done, Mm -hmm. then I don't see any reason to. Um, That said, in terms of photography or filmmaking, kind of back to the point of, I kind of want to stay low-key. I don't ever want to, I don't think I want to spend my whole, I don't want to be in a film career, I think. Um, I think this career that I have with Arm may be my last one, if that's a roundabout way of answering your question. It's not immediately. I'm not looking forward to it, but it's probably going to be my last like nine to five type job. Yeah. Um, otherwise I want, cause you c- if you think about photography or film, you can go be, you can, there's plenty of jobs to be had in the industries. Um, but I w- I don't want to lose creative control. I want to, I don't want to lose the decision making of the projects I want to do and how I want to do it. Um, and so obviously if you need, if you want to do that, you need some sort of financial backing. And so I don't,
0: I don't, I don't see any, Short term leaving my job. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Got to ask if money wasn't an issue, time out. I got an even better one. You're going to love this. Yeah. If you snapped your fingers tomorrow, boom, Mm -hmm. and you had everything your way. Yeah. You wake up, you're probably still going to walk your dog. Yeah. Drink your coffee. What do you do next? If you literally had your ideal, if if I had my ideal, I would have my own coffee shop.
1: Oh. So I've always, dude, like this would be the ultimate, like, goal, dream life.
0: <laughs> yeah, keep keep going.
1: I want to be going. the coffee shop that people go to have, have art. Um, and I kind of want to discourage internet use in there. I want there to be Tell us about uh, discussions and conversations and Shh. like the Radio Coffee. Have you been to Radio Coffee? Bunch of they shut off Wi-Fi on the weekends, and I love that idea. At first, Shh. I went there to work on a Saturday, and was like, oh, there's no Wi-Fi. Well, that's kind of crazy. But then I thought about, okay, this is beautiful. This is amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're not here to work on the weekends. You yeah. want
1: <laughs> let's make friends. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately I've always, I mean, I think a coffee shop, there's so many different discussions and, and people you can meet. And I want to be one of those people, one of those owners, coffee shop owners that are always there. Yeah. No people, and just little neighborhood shop. If money was an issue again, just very simple, mm. I don't know if he wanted a lavish answer to that re- response to that question, but no, I just want it. a simple life and to know my neighbors and know, be able to spread stories and spread more of that perspective. Mm.
0: I like the no internet idea and the art, the art incorporated with the coffee shop. Yeah. That's really awesome. Um, would you have it here? I would love to. I love Austin. It would be I here. have no
1: yeah. intentions. I mean, the only other place is probably Honolulu. Okay, it's a
0: nice place. Hawaii, it's a really um, nice place. Why? Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, I love Austin. What would you call your coffee shop?
1: Oof. I thought about this at some point. Now, I, now it's escaping me. Um, I'll get back to you on that. You get yeah. back to me. Yeah, unless you, you have back. any ideas. But <laughs> no, it's your vision, your life. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I I even had it written down. I had a whole business plan and everything. But. Uh, Yeah, it it escapes me right now.
0: If you ever care to um, take the next step in that, yeah, that stuff. Like I'm, I'm oddly obsessed with business and planning. Okay, and uh, systems and processes and crowdfunding and all that stuff. So, Bob, means happy to chat more about that. Yeah, for sure. Like ready to take the next step. Definitely will do. Now, what is a message? Because you all, you've got this, this fire inside of you Bart you know yeah. you've got this beam of light uh, what message do you want to share the world the whole world could listen to you
1: um, if everybody was listening right now
0: yeah, what would you say
1: I would say everything's not black and white um, and I mean that in the sense that especially in this digital age everything is right or wrong or swipe left swipe right or it's either or it's them against us there's always a divide in everything yeah you're either with me or you're not exactly um (laughs) yeah that my message would be it's not that simple um i think we've lost sight of hearing people out hearing the uh discussion or arguments um from the other side of things and then presenting your arguments or discussion points in a civil manner Mm -hmm. um and it can be anything, it can be politics, it can be art, it can be sports, especially, like uh, on a day like today. Well, um
0: boy. sports. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: we've got some diehard sports fans, but it's yeah, like, there. there's a bigger world out there, I think, and bigger universe. So at the end of the day, it's, while well, everything may seem really important to us individually, um, at the end of the day, nothing's really that all that important. And so just try to have some humanity in everything you do and try to give back where, wherever you can and
0: try to get people's perspectives. Humanity, have humanity, yeah. give back. And uh, what was that last part about other people's perspectives? Just be aware of people's perspectives. Be aware of them. Yeah. Okay. And then what is important? What is important? Right? If I that's think, small stuff, this, yeah. you know, oh, this person cut me off and whatever, all. Oh. What is
1: the answer, Bart? I, I think what's important is hmm,
0: it's just that, like just kindness, I think. Um, kindness and
1: doing the right thing. And I know doing the right thing is, then becomes a subjective thing. Mm. But if you do it with kindness, whatever you do, if you do it with kindness, then it kind of guides that right thing. Um Dang. And if you're trying to promote your right thing, again, argue for it in a kind manner. Um, Because you can, yeah. yeah. There's there's no reason why people have to be so malicious when in when they're in disagreements.
0: Um, Yeah, what's the point?
1: Yeah, what's the point? You want to win? You want to overpower somebody? That's not. You're gonna make friends. That's the part where it's not important. Right. So just none of that is important. No. I think share your perspective. Be kind. Um, mm. I think that, that to me, in my opinion, is, is what really matters. Uh, humanity and kindness. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's bold to, it's bold to give an opinion like that. It's thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank thanks you. for the, thanks for the uh, platform to do so. Yeah. yeah. No. And then la- last, last question I like to ask everybody yeah. is who's one person art that you would want to have a conversation with that's alive today. Mm.
1: I will have to say Tim, Tim Ferriss. I've already, um, I've already mentioned him earlier, but he really was my guiding mentor, whether, I mean, he didn't know it at all. I think he's a mentor for a lot of us, but um, that's somebody I'd love to sit down with and pick his brains and really just have a conversation with him. He seems like a really cool, I had a chance. Um, I think he moved to Austin a few years ago Mm -hmm. and I go to South by Southwest a lot. And he was waiting in line to talk to one of the speakers and I was what? in line behind him. <laughs> I was like, wait,
0: should I, and I got starstruck. So I didn't, I was You're, like, <laughs> your heart, right? You're like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What? Right. Yeah. And then you don't want to like get rejected and then, and then it's like, uh, yeah. am I bothering them? Like yeah. uh, your mind starts playing games. Do yeah. I get that? I yeah. get that. Yeah. He was, he was,
1: I mean, he was just, well, yeah, just a little bit farther than you from me. I I could have just struck up a conversation. That's what South by is for. Yeah. But I I couldn't
0: look, I couldn't do it (laughs) so much for go for it. Right. But. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm going to put, I'm going to cast this into the, I'm going to cast this energy out into the world. Okay. (laughs) Gary Keller, Gary Keller is the owner of Keller Williams Realty. Okay. That's right up the road. Uh Before COVID hit a couple months before COVID went crazy. Mm -hmm. He agreed to be on our podcast. Oh, He did. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me. This is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. And then it fell to the wayside. Dang. And that's okay. Because later down the road, I guess Gary got more comfortable with public and stuff. He was on Tim Tim Ferriss' podcast. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I haven't seen that episode, but. uh, Yeah. 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 So they're friends. So basically, what I'm getting at is I'm going to become friends with Gary Keller because he's (laughs) going to come on a podcast. Yeah. And then. Tim's going to see that. And then I'm going to invite Tim on a podcast. And guess who's going to be there when he comes on our podcast? You. I would love to be there. You're going to be there. If I can be there, that would. <laughs> Remember what you said. Anything's possible.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right? Just got to look for the opportunities. Yeah. Let's do that. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Mm. I believe in it. I would love for it to happen. And I'll if, do everything in my power
0: to let it happen. <laughs> and if for any reason that doesn't happen or whatever. I know it's going to happen. For any reason it doesn't. How, how else are we going to get a hold of Tim? Start spamming is I don't know, yeah. like he, he always gives uh, in his, when he talks about
1: his early days, yeah. he would always reach out to people that he thought would be good mentors. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just cast your reel and see if he responds. Um, yeah. Likewise, I think I'm more mature now. If I see him at South by, yeah. I'll, I'll, have the, uh, I'll have the guts to approach him. And um, just, I don't know what I would even say, just,
0: the usual fan thing asking like for permission. Ask <laughs> him first. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I know it's kind of funny, but really say, Hey, team, would you mind if I can ask you? Yeah. Yeah. One or two questions yeah. while we're here. Yeah. And don't want like, to be overstepping. Oh, means. Means. And yeah. Yeah. And then once you get that permission, dude, psh, yeah. I'm visualizing that too. And then now you're going to think of this conversation next time you see him, you'll be like, I'm going to ask him for permission. Right. And then you'll be super ready. Yeah. That's how you get things done. I love it. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Wow. Um, Dude, are you are you fi- fired up? You inspired? I am, yeah.
1: Now I want to go skydive or something.
0: <laughs> you do? <laughs>
1: oh, no. We didn't catch it earlier, but you're going to skydiving, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. For 279 two because it's got so much of cost if you book it on the same day. <laughs> you can go. I call it. <laughs> you, you, you're more than welcome to join.
1: Yeah. Uh, no. I, was, uh, I take like, it back no. immediately. I was fired up. That's how fired up I am. <laughs> yeah, but you. then when I think about it, nah, I'm <laughs> good. you like,
0: good. You're good. Yeah, it's a little cold out there, too. Yeah. So, man, uh, how, do people, how do people find you? How do people buy your amazing art? Yeah. And, and all the other communications. Tell, tell us. Yeah. How um, reach out to you. So, my general um,
1: creative company is called BJS Creative. BJS Creative. Um, yeah. And so, it's BJSCreate at gmail.com. Um, create. Create. Perfect. Yeah. Creative right. was taken. And I should get my own domain name at some point. But uh, I was focused on other things. <laughs> in due time. Yeah. yeah. In due time. Uh, You're on your way. Yep. And then, yeah, Miniature ATX
0: um, is the Austin photography. Guys, gotta, you got to hit his Instagram up. Miniature so. ATX. Uh, it's awesome. The pictures on there are super cool. It does exactly what he described as in it, it kind of takes you away out of the, the day-to-day Looking at life in that different perspective, because it's all about perspective. Like it, we've yeah. heard that a billion times. Yeah. Is extremely helpful and valuable. So definitely check him out. Uh, check him out on Instagram. Yeah, excited
1: to speak to any new people. Um, meet any new, meet any fellow photographers, filmmakers, any, anybody with that same mindset. Dang, I got to connect you with. Yeah.
0: Past guest, Montgomery Fisher. Okay. He lives in uh, Bastrop, super nice guy. And uh, he's got Hollywood experience in the okay. filmmaking industry. Nice. I'll connect you with him. Uh, I appreciate the Talk shop. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. He's down to meet up. He's a nice dude. Real nice guy. Well, folks, uh, as usual, thank you so much. We really appreciate your support in this. Uh, make sure also to check out uh, Over the Wire. It's a nonprofit organization that helps uh, veterans that are struggling um, with with PTSD. Uh, make sure to support them if you can. If you have opportunity to do so, please please check them out. Uh, thank you again, Greg Carlson, and we've got we've got Bart, dude. Right. Thank hey, you, thank you for coming on, man. All right, good to see you. Yeah, Till next time, everybody. Take it Cheers. easy. Cheers.